Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salamu ala shafil anbiya wa al-musleen. Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. Tasliman kathirin kathira. My brothers and sisters, there is, a, there is one characteristic about human beings which in my view, there are several, several like this, but one, the most important one, which I believe distinguishes human beings from other mammals is the fact that human beings are concerned about others and others who have no relationship with them. Even animals, even mammals are concerned about their offspring. In some cases for some time, in other cases for a little bit longer. But after that, the concern goes away. And definitely they are not concerned about other animals, uh, even of the same species. You have this absolutely one of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the great migration uh, across the plains of Tanzania and Kenya in the Serengeti and uh, uh, all those places where literally over 2 million wildebeest, zebra and other herbivores they migrate from one end of the African continent practically to the other end and uh, all along the way the animals of the, the carnivores they follow the herds and uh, they feed and this you can see any amount of uh, footage of a wildebeest pulled down and uh, by a lioness and lions are feeding off it and maybe uh, you know maybe uh, not even 100 yards maybe 20 meters 30 meters away other wildebeest are eating grass but human beings have this tendency that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put in our hearts where human beings are concerned about others. This is not restricted to Muslims because this uh, tendency to be concerned, tendency to take care of others and so on is a human tendency. So you have them, people from all over the place, they have it. That's how all kinds of charity organizations are. They exist and people do a lot of charity work, even with people who they don't know in other countries and so on and so forth. Now, what does this charity work consist of? It consists of feeding the hungry, building shelters for those who don't have a shelter, providing clean drinking water, maybe some education and so on and so forth, right? And we applaud these people. Whoever is doing this work, we say they are great people, they are wonderful people, we praise them and so on. And indeed, that is true, we should praise them. But what would you say about somebody who is not only concerned about a person's welfare in this world, but is concerned about that person's welfare in the Akhirah, in a life that does not end? And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu declared for us, for this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the our signature, our distinguishing feature as what? Ta'muruna bil ma'roof wa tanhauna alil munkar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat linnas. 
let's say you are the best of people and you have been extracted and selected for the people. Allah did not say, which is also a fact. You have been extracted from the people. But Allah didn't say that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ukhrijat linnas. For the people. To do what? To give them a better education. To give them medicine. To feed them. To give them a new economic model for economic development. All of which are good things. Nothing wrong with any of them. But is that what Allah told us? No. Allah said, Ta'muruna bil ma'roof. You enjoin that which is good. Whatever it is. May be related to the religion, may not be related to the religion. Anything which is good, which is al-ma'roof. anil-munkar. And you stop that which is evil. Right? billah. And you have iman in Allah. The reason I'm saying this is because today we are living in a world which is the which is the opposite of this. Literally the opposite. It's like standing on your head. Right? Everything like, if I stand on my head now, the, the ceiling looks like the floor. Yesterday I was reading an article in uh, the New York Times where this lady who is a, she's a divorcee, she has a 30-year-old daughter and she is writing to this correspondent uh, who answers these kinds of questions in New York Times. And she says that my daughter wants to bring along on our holiday. She said, me and my daughter, we are going to Greece for a holiday. My daughter wants to bring along her married boyfriend. Eh? The daughter's boyfriend is married. She says, my daughter wants to bring along her married boyfriend. She says, I have met him, he's a nice guy. But somehow I feel something is wrong. I mean, this is not how it should be. And she said, I divorced my husband because he was cheating on me. Now, this daughter of mine, she is having an affair with this man who's married and wants to bring him along. And uh, I think this is wrong. What do you say? What do you think the answer is? The answer is this. Forget about your old values. This is called polyamory. Huh? This is the fitna. This, the fitna today is that because you can coin an, a, a term, you coin a, a word, it makes what is haram look acceptable and, and good. This, this word spitting, it's an art, right? They, they, they make it, I mean, take for example the word eth- ethnic cleansing. Sounds nice, right? I mean, ethnic cleansing, we should all be clean. So ethnic cleansing is nice. Let us all make tahara, right? I mean, make, make the country, uh, inna lillahi wa inna lillahi. Collateral damage. What happened? Oh, come collateral damage. Oh, some collateral got damaged. This is, this is the fitna of the times. Is the play of words, of language. So, polyamory is a situation where you have multiple People, couples who are quite okay with exchanging their partners between themselves. So the answer being given is, no, no, this is all okay, no problem. Uh, carry on and, uh, you know, this is the modern times and whatnot is acceptable. Now my point is, this is exactly what Islam stands against. Islam says that it is not enough to fill the belly of the animal. Any, any animal's belly can be filled. What is much more important? 
much, much more important than hunger, than health, than wealth, than anything, is the honor of a person. And the honor of a person comes from the piety and the purity of the person. It doesn't come because of, of your name or because, you know, you are, uh, uh, you, you, are, you are the son of a king or something. No, it comes because you are a pure person. Pure, spiritually pure. With your akhlaq you are pure. With your spiritually you are pure. And the beginning of that is a tawhid. And that is where we have the whole issue of da'watul Islam, which is the biggest social work that anybody can possibly do. We don't see da'wah as a social work, but we should. That is the biggest social work that anybody can do, which is to introduce Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalalhu to his creatures, so that we can lead our lives in a way which pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Each time and each age comes with challenges which are peculiar to that age. And I believe that the challenge that is peculiar to our age today is this wordsmithing, is this creating words to make that which is wrong seem as if it is right. See the, see the, see the hypocrisy of this. Polygyny, which is what we have, which is permissible in Islam for a man to have more than one wife. He's committed to her. She has full rights, inheritance, everything. Right? Is illegal. Polygyny is illegal. But polyamory is legal. Go have fun. No problem. But take responsibility for that. You want to, you want to have another wife? Marry her. Take responsibility for her. No, no, no. That is, that is illegal. Inna lillahi wa inna That is the, that is the whole foundation of our dawah. Is the establishment of haqq and the destruction of batil. Fearing no one other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu. That is the meaning of Amar al-Maruf and Nahi anil munkar I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the courage to stand and say what needs to be said. To speak the truth fearing no one other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bear witness when we do this that we have done. It is not in our control to change anything. But definitely it's in our control to speak out against it. And that is what the hadith of Abu Sayyid al-Khudi radiallahu where Rasulullah sallallahu wa mentioned this. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his help. We ask him for his protection. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy, for his forgiveness.